In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Deuteronomy 16, verses 18 through 20, where I'll ask the question, why are judges necessary? Deuteronomy 16, verses 18 through 20 says, You shall appoint judges and officers in all your towns that the Lord your God is giving you, according to your tribes, and they shall judge the people with righteous judgment. You shall not pervert justice, you shall not show partiality, and you shall not accept a bribe. For a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and subverts the cause of the righteous. Justice and only justice you shall follow, that you may live and inherit the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Judges are a necessary part of life. And I know that's probably not a super popular thing to say, and some people will probably not like that idea, but it's absolutely necessary to have judges because oftentimes we just can't agree on what is right or wrong in a given scenario. So if you have a judge, then you have somebody there that presumably the people agree can discern who's right and who's wrong in a given scenario. And the people of Israel were no different. As they are preparing to move into the promised land, Moses tells the people, you're going to appoint judges and you're going to put them in all the different towns so that way you have a means of deciding right and wrong between arguing parties. With that in mind, here are three thoughts from Deuteronomy chapter 16, verses 18 through 20, answering the question, why are judges necessary? Thought number one, appoint judges. This is a command. It's a command that Moses gives to the people. It's a command from the Lord. They are to appoint judges. They need to have these people in place. There has to be somebody who is going to administer the law of God to the people of Israel. They need somebody who's going to be there to enforce the standards that the Lord has given to them. There has to be somebody there who can mediate between disagreeing parties on all sorts of different issues. And that's what the judges are going to do. They are going to help and make sure that the people are able to live well with one another. And that's the role that the judges ultimately are going to be playing. Thought number two, no partiality. When they're setting up these judges, you can't just throw anybody into the seat of the judge. You can't pick anybody out of the group of folks that are there and say, all right, feller, it's your turn to be the judge of the people. No, you need folks that you know are not going to show partiality, folks who will not accept a bribe, people who take seriously the job of justice. Because ultimately, when you're appointing a judge, you need somebody who's going to be honest and are willing to suffer in order to maintain their integrity in their work. You see, one of the things that the Old Testament is particularly concerned with is partiality. You are never supposed to favor the rich over the poor or your family member over your non-family member or the stranger, the local over the foreigner. This is all stuff that should not happen. And there's no form of partiality that is allowed to take place in ancient Israel. So when you go and you stand before the judge, that's been appointed for your town. They aren't supposed to be interested in who's bringing the charge against who. They're supposed to be interested in what does the law say and how can it be properly administered to show no partiality whatsoever between these people. The idea that justice is blind comes from this principle. 
Thought number three, justice. Ultimately, the reason why you have judges is so that justice can be administered. The Old Testament is particularly interested in justice. It is fundamental to the life of Israel that justice be displayed because what it ultimately does is help to teach them about the nature of God, that the God who is bringing them into the land is the God who will ultimately judge them. And as they are figuring out how to live with one another, and as they are figuring out how to administer justice between one another, they're all the time reconciling their disagreements and their various sins to the reality that God has set a standard upon them. And that ultimately, justice is going to flow forth from God's throne. This is something that we all sort of like the idea of, as long as it's justice for somebody else and not for us. But the Lord himself is deeply concerned with justice and wants to make sure that people are not accepting bribes, that people are not demonstrating partiality in judgment, that people ultimately are judging rightly in order to allow the people of Israel to flourish as a culture. This is only possible if judges are put into place and they are rightly administering the law among the people of Israel. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Deuteronomy chapter 16 through 19. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of scripture together.